This is episode 323, Why It's Important to Take Risks with Marilyn. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. I think you're going to really love this episode, especially those of you who like to play it kind of safe and maybe debating whether it's time to make some changes in your life or take a risk. And you might even think you're too old to make changes or it's too late. Well, I hope today's episode inspires you. Before we dive in, just want to remind all the single ladies out there that we are enrolling for our Be The Queen program until November 30th. This is for women who want to call in their relationship with their beloved. And this is the last time we'll be teaching it live uh, for at least a year, probably until 2023, because we've got this baby girl coming to join us in the world in March. So we are teaching it starting November 30th and we end March 1st, right before <laughs> I'll be giving birth. So I know this is going to be a really powerful course because you've got me, Steph, and the little queen inside teaching it all together. And she's, she's got lots of wisdom and lots of insight. So go to christinehasser.com slash be the queen. And if you missed the bonus call we did on 1111, you can get access to the recording of that. So as you're listening to this episode with Marilyn, consider, are you more comfortable playing it safe? Even if it means you don't really love your life so much, do you consider yourself pretty risk adverse unless you've weighed all the options? And it seems like a smart quote unquote thing to do. Do you feel disconnected from the way you were as a child? Maybe you're really brave, really creative, really outgoing as a child. And as you've gotten older, you've wondered where that person went. And finally, when you're thinking about making a change, do you focus too much on all the things that could go wrong versus what could actually go right? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my coaching session with Marilyn. Marilyn, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. I just wanted to share just the way I've been feeling lately, kind of a little bit lost. It's my 50th birthday this year, and mm. I'm just feeling getting feelings of uh, not having a clear path as to what I want to do going forward with respect to my career or even relocating to be closer to family members. Mm. And where are you right now on your path? Like if you could give me a snapshot of your life, how would you describe it right now? So I am single. I've been divorced for about 10 years, tried the online dating and haven't really, hasn't really worked out. I think from uh, doing inner child workshop and other, other, um, workshops, I, I think I feel that I'm, maybe I'm just unavailable emotional, like that's my protection mm -hmm. so that I have like a, this wall, mm -hmm. I feel and maybe it's coming across. So mm -hmm. maybe I'm not being vulnerable and mm -hmm. I'm just, it's easier to kind of be alone and not open myself up, I guess. Do you feel like and you've healed from so, your divorce? Yes. Okay. Why did you get divorced? We really care for each other. We're still somewhat friends. Not, not We don't see each other as often, but we just weren't getting along. 
Mm-hmm. And I felt like I couldn't be myself. Mm. Mm. So it was just when I decided to move, um, I thought it would be temporarily that we would just needed some space, but it just never, we never got back together. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, if you are clear that you've healed from that, both the actual person because and the ideal of marriage, because there's two things we have to heal and grieve when we get divorced or any kind of breakup, but especially with divorce, because there's a lot in the the container of marriage. And one is we have to grieve the person. And second, we have to grieve the the concept of marriage. And those are two two separate things and move from being in a marriage to being on our own. So do you feel like you've grieved both of those things and are really are at peace with both? I'm not sure. I mean, I've always been kind of a loner. Like I'm, I've I've lived on my own before I was married, but, um, I think lately I'm just feeling lonely and maybe Mm -hmm. I just have a fear of Mm -hmm. and, and being alone. Well, I think that's a fear. A lot of a share fear of change and fear of being alone. So you mentioned something earlier about feeling like you have a bit of a wall up. What do you think you're protecting yourself from? What are you scared of? I think disappointment or <laughs> expectation hangovers. Mm-hmm. Cause what's happened when you'd have, when you've had expectation hangovers in the past? I think um, that's when I build up the wall and then I just cut the person off. Like, I don't want to know about them and mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So could part of why you say you feel a little lost be you're just playing it a little too safe because you haven't really learned how to truly process expectation hangovers. Because the thing is, the more, and that's one of the reasons I wrote the book is because I wanted people to not be so afraid of disappointment, to know that they could have disappointment, they could leverage it, they could learn from it. And they didn't have to shut down their heart because that's what most of us do when we're disappointed. We, or we get hurt or we feel rejected or we feel let down or any of those things. We start to shut down our heart because we're like, oh, I don't want this to happen again. But if we truly leverage it, if we truly go into the pain, if we truly go into what does this remind me of? What am I learning? Then we're not so afraid of getting disappointed again. Like I knew when I opened my heart back up to love that I had to be willing to get hurt again. I had to be willing to get another divorce, even though I didn't want one. And I proclaimed, I'm not doing this again. If I told myself that I was too scared, or if I didn't really put myself out there, or if I told myself, you know, I'm never going to get hurt again, then I would have played it safe. So can you see how you're playing it safe keeps you from really living into your fullest potential and taking risks, which is making you feel like you're not really on a clear path? Can you see that? Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. I, I am like conservative. I like to kind of anticipate what's going to happen. And that's my way of protecting myself. But yeah, you're right. Um, I think when I initially was separated and going through the divorce, I didn't think it would take this long to actually meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neither did I <laughs> after my <laughs> divorce. So I can relate to that. But again, if you're playing it safe, then you're not really available. There's kind right. of an invisibility cloak around you or just a do not disturb sign. 
Right. And I guess it's been so long. I, I feel like I don't even know what I'm doing yeah. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Well, again, With a lot of us can relate to that too. Dating and all that. Yes. Well, online dating is, is a beast in so many ways, but I don't really think that's the problem. So let me ask you a couple more questions. What's the riskiest thing you've ever done? Hmm. <laughs> For me, I guess, was traveling on my own to another country just to meet up with friends. To me, that was risky because I had never been there. That I know it risky. doesn't sound as something that's that risky, but. No, no, I, I, that, that would feel really risky to someone who's never done it before. Or when I tell people that I decided to end my marriage or mm-hmm. move out, they were like, that, that was really brave of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say, I don't know, like, I didn't think about it at the moment. I just wanted peace. I didn't want to argue anymore. So I just wanted peace. And, and that's what I needed mm-hmm. to move. And what motivated the travel? So what motivated the divorce was that you wanted peace. What motivated the travel? Well, I like to visit new places. I do like to travel. Mm-hmm. And the friends that I was meeting, they they travel all the time. And so I knew that once I got there, I would be with familiar people. Right. So there was some degree of comfort, but it was still a risk. So those are two great examples. So what terrible, horrific things happened from taking those risks? Um, nothing too terrible. I mean, I think when you end a relationship, you always question if you made the right decision. Well, do you think you have? Yes. Great. So you had a great trip with some friends and you ended a marriage and you're clear you've made the right decision. So if we evaluate your risks and the choices you've made so far, so good. So far you're two for two (laughs) in terms of taking some risks and not having anything horrific happen. So let me ask you this. If you could put all realistic, practical concerns aside, all what would people think of me aside, all I'm too old for that or too this for that or whatever aside, if you could do anything you wanted to do, and I'm talking career or travel or just just anything, anything that you wanted to do, what would it be? I would probably look um, to maybe transition to another position or, or just, I've been with my company for 20 years. So mm-hmm. I guess that shows, I guess, my loyalty to my comfort zones. <laughs> Good way to say it. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I would probably consider relocating and looking for a new position, whether it works out or not. Great. Marilyn, that sounds very clear. I think that's where I'm stuck. I'm afraid. Okay. So what would make you more afraid? So you have a fear of relocating, looking for another career or another position, whatever it may be. Let's see if we can come up with a bigger fear. What would scare you more than the risks involved with that? I think my my fear is that I will probably not be happy wherever where I go because I I do like where I live now the only issue is that my family's not close by Mm -hmm. I have to get on a plane to visit them well that's kind of the fear that goes along with this fear with this choice I'm talking about like what's an even bigger fear if you didn't make this choice what could happen if you didn't shake things up if you didn't move physically or just in your career somehow um, I don't know. I guess I 
I, I, my fear maybe is that I'm just not putting myself out there and I'm just going to let, continue let, letting time pass. And Right. You could call me back on your 55th birthday and say, <laughs> I'm still in the same place. I still haven't made any changes and I feel like I'm wasting my life. Right. So intuition and like a feeling pulls us forward and then the mind comes in and goes, but you may not like it, but you may not get a job, but it may not be the right choice. What I'm feeling and talking to you is that you want and need a change. You need your life to be shaken up a little bit. You need some challenge. You need some adversity. You need some newness to show you who you really are and to tap back into that woman who had the courage to leave her marriage because you had the courage to do that. And then you kind of went back into complacency. Right. And it is when we put ourselves in challenge and adversity in a new situations that we grow and that new things come in. And here's the thing. If you move to a new place and you don't like it, you can move back. Right. You can totally move back. But it feels to me like you need to tap into a bit of your warrior woman, tap in a bit to that part of you that can handle adversity that can handle uncertainty, that can handle change. Because here's the thing, you're, you're halfway point in life, right? And if you keep getting more comfortable, risk is going to get harder and harder and harder, and your life is going to become more predictable and more boring. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, I'm 50. I'm starting the next half of my life. This is a rebirth for me. I'm going to shake it up a bit because I don't want the next half of my life to be boring and predictable. Right. And I just completed Mm -hmm. the uh, inner child workshop and Mm. it just made, just looking at the pictures of me when I was younger, I just, it was so nice to feel because I remember being such a brave girl. You are. And fearless in a lot of, in in a lot of ways. And I guess, I mean, I do feel that I, I was kind of like all of us where we think we were, we, I, at least I did, you know, what I was told, this is what I'm supposed to do. And maybe now I'm questioning everything now, like, oh, just following the rules, you know, going to college, getting a career, working Mm -hmm. and like, that's what I was following. Right. So adulthood really zaps the courage out of us because we just follow a prescription. And oftentimes there isn't a lot of real big adversity. It's just like you do this, you do this, you do this. You just follow the formula. But right. I love that when you did the inner child workshop, you connected to that brave girl. And I think that's why you feel like you're not on your path because you aren't taking enough risks. You aren't doing enough things to shake it up. You aren't connected with that childhood magic of being brave and being courageous and being like, you know what? I'm going to take a leap and I'm going to see what happens. I don't want to be in the same position for another 20 years. I don't want to live in the same town. I don't want to necessarily be single the rest of my life. And the more you challenge yourself and move, like I know moving out of LA, my comfort zone for almost two decades, starting a whole new life in San Diego was part of the reason I was able to call in my husband because I was shaking it up. I was changing my environment. And whenever we do that, we tap into different parts of ourselves. We discover new parts of ourselves. And I think you're focusing too much, not I think, 
I'm asserting that you focus too much on the fears and what could go wrong because that's the way you protect yourself. And that's the way you think you're protecting that little girl inside versus the possibilities. And again, this happens as we age and as we get more and more in our comfort zone. It's like we, when we don't speak a language that we used to speak for years and years and years, it atrophies. So your, your courage, your risk tolerance has just atrophied. Doesn't mean it's not there. It's just yeah, time I, to make a move. I mean, <laughs> physically or meta and more metaphorically. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, um, stand like at a standstill. Like I'm not, I'm paralyzed. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So what would it take to get unparalyzed? I guess start exploring what's where I could, where, you know, what positions I would want. I, I did start speaking to someone about it, but just a location. Mm-hmm. Where do you live now? I live in Connecticut and my family's in Florida. Mm, much better weather. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. not a bad um, trip, but it's, I, I could visit often if I want. It's not mm-hmm. such a long distance trip, but mm-hmm. um, there's just not much happening here either for me because I'm not putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my fear is that I go over there and I still do the same thing. Well, so. here's the thing. If you, if you move again, you're going to get in the momentum of change. And that's going to give you more courage to put yourself out there. That's what I mean about momentum. Like it's hard for you to put yourself out there because you've got no momentum. It's like you're trying to go from sitting in a lazy boy recliner to sprinting. Really hard to do. But when you move and you physically move and you're moving your things there and you're looking for a new place and it's like you've got some momentum Mm -hmm. and you're moving like into a light jog and then eventually into a sprint And I'm not here to convince you to move. I don't really have an opinion on what you should or shouldn't do other than it's time to shake things up a bit. It's time to make some changes because the thing that I've learned about life is that if we have a desire to grow, some people are happy with complacency. Some people are happy in rinse and repeat life, comfort zone, doing the same thing. And that is totally fine. And they find meaning in, in other things. But again, tapping into that little girl who is adventurous and brave, she's not happy with complacency. She's not. And for people that aren't really happy with that, you either choose things, you either choose change or life will come in and change things for you. So you can sit around and wait for life to do it, but then you, you aren't making the choice of what it is mm-hmm. versus when you choose it then you're satisfying that, that part of you that wants change without drawing in something unexpected that you didn't necessarily ask for. Does this make sense? Yes. So what's happening inside? What are you feeling as I'm talking? I feel a little bit of excitement. (gasps) Now we're on to something. (laughs) That I could (laughs) maybe, you know, like it's almost like my toe is moving a little to one side to make that step. Amazing. But, but I still feel the fear. Well, just because you feel the fear doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Remember, courage is in the absence of fear. It's not the absence of fear. It's moving forward, even though we're scared. The biggest things in my life that have led to the greatest changes 
I never was 100% sure. And I never was 100% not scared. Ever. I always had a bit of uncertainty and I always was scared. But I knew I couldn't keep things the way they were. And I think you know that. Yeah, like I feel okay, you know, like I'm comfortable and um, I'm afraid that if I move to another job that I'm not, you know, I may have uh, other th- other issues that will start bothering me. And But I, I, but a part of me feels like I, although I'm comfortable now, it's, it's not good. Right. It's just not a good comfortable. Right. It's a complacency comfortable. It's a familiar comfortable. And remember, just notice that part of you that in looking at change and looking to uncertainty, it's only looking at the negative. You know, when I thought about stepping into motherhood, I was only thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm going to worry all the time. I'm going to have this thing that I love so much that it's out that I, you know, I'm going to have anxiety about. And I was just looking at the negative. I wasn't looking at anything amazing about it. And when we only look at what we're scared of or what could go wrong, it's really hard to get excited. But you had a moment of it. You had a moment of it when that toe moved. But then you went back to looking. This is a protective part. Then you went back to looking at everything that could go wrong. What I want you to really focus on for the next week, just as an experimental exercise, is just thinking about what could be great about making a move. What could be great about living in Florida? What could be great about, first of all, the dating pool there is probably way better. Um, What could be great about being close to your family? What could be great about looking for a new job? What could be great about not, not shoveling snow off your car every winter? You know, what could be great about increased vitamin D and being near the ocean and, and being among a population where there's a lot of people in their fifties, sixties that are young and youthful. What could be great about all that? And I just want you to do for a week, do that as a thought experiment. Let your mind go to everything that could be wonderful about it and see how you feel. See if you can gather more of that excitement and connect to that little girl. You know, you did the inner child workshop, so you know how to do the empty chair process. Do the empty chair process with her and see what advice she has for you. Our inner child is also full of wisdom. Yeah. I do feel like I need her more than she needs me. Well, it's both. It's both. But she may uh, she may need you to make some changes. Yeah. Having her pictures around, um, it really just makes me feel great. Oh, I love that. I love that. So how are you feeling now? Do we have more than a toe? Do we have maybe like a foot? <laughs> <laughs> I think this exercise is going to be really good. Good. Because it's... I'm feeling a little more excited. Good. Again, there's a brave little girl in there who doesn't want to settle. Shake it up, Marilyn. It's time. This is the next chapter of your life. The worst thing that can happen is you don't like Florida. You move back to Connecticut. Big deal. But I don't think that will happen. I think that you wouldn't be calling me if you wanted to keep things the way they were. Yes. Something does have to change. Yeah. And again, you can either consciously choose it or the universe will come in and choose it for you. Your choice. Thank you. 
So thank you, Marilyn, for bringing such a relevant question on board. I know we have listeners of all different ages and we have people in that sweet spot, that half-life spot who maybe have gotten divorced, who are looking at a career change, who are possibly looking at moving. And the older we get, oftentimes the harder it is to make changes because we get really quote unquote comfortable, AKA complacent in our lives. And so my encouragement to any of you, no matter what your age, but especially if you're in that midlife or later point, instead of settling and going, well, this is good enough. And well, like I, I know this world, even though I don't love it, at least I'm familiar with it because your life is just going to continue to get more and more complacent and to be blunt, more and more boring. <laughs> so make some changes. Cause like I said to Marilyn, if we don't make the changes, if we're not proactive about making changes in our life, the universe will come and make them for us. And I'd rather be proactive about making the changes so that I have a little more choice about what changes I'm making. So let's talk about Marilyn. She said, I don't have a clear path. I think I have a wall up. I'm not being vulnerable. And and yeah, of course, we have a wall up to protect ourselves. And as long as we're more invested in protecting ourselves from getting hurt, we are not going to be open to really living into our fullest potential, really having our heart's desire. Because that protective wall that keeps us from being hurt also blocks out amazing things that can come in. It's hard to have an open heart when we have a wall around our heart. So I would rather put my heart out there, be willing to get hurt, and know I have the tools to heal. See what I mean? Like, wouldn't you love to trade your protective walls for better tools? Like if you knew you could get hurt and you could recover because you have tools, you have support, then you could take that wall down. So invest more in getting the tools than in protecting yourself. Also, one practice I frequently use when I'm scared about something is to come up with a bigger fear. Like if I'm scared about taking a risk about something, I come up with a bigger fear of, well, okay, what if I 10 years down the road regret that? Well, I can't get back time. So I'd rather take the risk than have regret because whatever happens with the risk, I can deal with that much better than I can deal with regret because again, I can't come take back time. The other thing is, and especially those of us, and I raise my hand to this, who are great at worst case scenario, who consider ourselves rational and logical and like to think out all probable things that could go wrong. <laughs> when we do that, we're often not paying enough attention to what go- could go right. And I shared with Marilyn in the call, this was a huge thing for me in deciding to step into motherhood. I put it off and put it off and put it off because I was really f- too focused on what could go wrong, like loving something that much and having worry and anxiety about that little one for the rest of my life. And will I, you know, be able to surrender as a mother? I'll just like, I could go on and on. I'll probably do another single episode on my whole journey into motherhood for those of you who are interested. But the point is by focusing on all those things in an effort to quote unquote, protect myself, I wasn't opening my heart to all the amazingness that could come from having a child and being a family and seeing this little one, like being privileged enough to watch this little one show me who she is and the love and the fun and the joy. I I wasn't thinking about any of that. I was just like, but what if fill in the blank? So if you're one of those people who's similar to me in those ways, start paying more attention to everything that goes right or could go right. And a lot of times we we have a clear answer about something. We have an intuition about something. And then the mind comes in and is like, but here's all the things that could go wrong. 
pay more attention to your intuition and less attention to your mind. Now, I always say, open your heart, but don't let your brains fall out. You know, Marilyn wasn't talking about selling all her belongings, moving to Egypt where she knows no one, cashing in her 401k. She wasn't talking about that huge of a risk. She was talking about moving to Florida, which, you know, she's going to have sunshine all year round, closer to family, change up her job a little bit. This is a, a risk, but not one that's like, oh my gosh, like this is, this could go terribly wrong. And if we aren't taking little risks, if we aren't instigating little change in our life, our risk muscle atrophies. And then it becomes harder and harder to make change, to put ourselves out there. That's why I'm consistently looking for what will push me, what will stretch me, what will get me out of my comfort zone. Because I know if I get too complacent, if I get too comfortable, it's going to be harder to make changes. So that's my biggest takeaway for all of you today. Either choose change or wait for life to do it for you. Where can you put yourself in a little uncertainty? Make some changes, take some risks so that your risk tolerance doesn't atrophy and so that you can open that beautiful heart of yours and step into greater potential in your life. As always, thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.